Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello, and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivraman. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire and live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is the derivative of the Greek word miraki, which means to do an act with complete willingness, undivided attention, and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. How are you all doing today? Today I want to speak about riding the emotional roller coaster during a pandemic. The last 3 months have been nothing but an upheaval of diverse emotions, oscillating between overwhelm and overcompensating, chaos and calm, despair and hope. The roller coaster is fun in the short run, but these swings in our emotions can impact us in the long run and that is exactly what we are going to speak about in this episode. How can we build emotional resilience to deal with the chaos on the outside? How can we anchor ourselves so we feel more tethered, balanced as we navigate through this crisis? So let's begin. It's needless to say the pandemic has created an atmosphere of negativity that takes its toll on our health, both physical and mental. If you're in cities that are reasonably affected like I am based out of Bombay, I'm sure you've been indoors for 4 months and counting, and that's a lot. There was a time when I was actually excited about grocery shopping every week because that was all you could go out for. But after 4 months, even that is getting tiring. Both me and Shashwat, my husband, love traveling and usually plan a trip almost every other month, even if it's just a weekend getaway. and i never realized how much not traveling could affect us but it is i dream of the outdoors almost every other day the wind in my hair breathing in that crisp mountain air surrounded by sounds of nature all around ah i could almost feel the tingling sensation of liberation just imagining it but here we are instead trapped indoors we are pumped up and optimistic at once and in the next minute demotivated and down in the dumps I've lost count of how many times I've had to press pause on work because there's just so much turmoil within. Anxiety about health and safety, stress over finances, uncertainty about when the lockdown would end, a sense of loneliness, and of course, the fear of unknown, not knowing what next. We're brewing these emotions consciously and unconsciously, and these emotions can affect our way of life if not processed right. I have been constantly seeking more peace and quiet in life and have been searching for ways to find that balance within. And across all of this search, two words continue to prop up to my mind: emotional intelligence. These are the two words that I have been constantly resorting to as it's the only thing I've realized we can rely on to survive this pandemic. The first thing about emotional intelligence is self-regulation. You need to start with yourself. You can't serve from an empty cup. We have a tendency of taking care of everyone around us while constantly ignoring our needs. That might not work in the long run. You need to press pause to become aware of your own emotions. Can you recognize them? 
which of the emotions is controlling your actions? Are certain emotions overpowering you to make brash choices or paralyzing you from doing what is required? Each of these answers will guide you to help understand where you are as far as emotional well-being is concerned. Are you in a position to manage yourself or do you need help? I wasn't sure of how to answer this question ob- objectively, so I did some research. And a few signs that you should look out for to know that it is time to reach out for help are these. One, being short-tempered or increased irritability. Lack of focus, loss of appetite or overeating, inability to sleep or sleeping too much increased alcohol consumption or drugs. If you have been consistently noting any of these signs, it might be an indication that you need help. So the first aspect of emotional intelligence is self-regulation, but the second aspect is managing emotions of those around us. How many years has it been since we've had the chance to spend so much time with our loved ones together within these four walls? Safe to say, a while if not a lifetime. While the spending time part is great, we need to realize that emotions of those around us also influence our emotions. And this could lead to arguments, anger much quickly than before because there's no distraction or diversion to these emotions, there's no escaping. The only way to deal with managing the emotions of those around us is to set clear boundaries. Be assertive and firm about needing your time every time you need it. Irrespective of how healthy your relationships are, some me time is necessary to rest and reset. Allow yourself the time and space to linger with just your thoughts and emotions. And if you're already in an overwhelming relationship or caught in a toxic environment, the situation could soon become difficult to cope with. The best thing to do is to remove yourself from such environments where possible. Where it's not, assert your boundaries as best as possible. And if you're finding that even setting those boundaries are becoming difficult, reach out for help. There are several helplines for domestic violence, psychological help, suicide prevention. Ensure you seek them out if you feel things are getting out of control. So now that we've looked at the two aspects of emotional intelligence, I want to share a few things from my own experience that have helped me take control of my emotions and maintain balance amidst this excessive stress and uncertainty. One, set a schedule. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Schedules bring a semblance of control and stability, even if you don't do it to the team. Have a morning waking up routine and an unwinding routine before going to bed. You will be surprised how much this can make a difference. I have a morning routine every day between 5am to 7am. No phone, some mobility, meditation and mindfulness. That sets the tone for my day every day irrespective of what is to come. It's like hitting the reset button every morning. As far as unwinding is concerned, I try and read fiction for at least 30 minutes before going to bed on bad days and an hour on days I can afford it. One of the first things of ongoing stress impact is sleep. Having just a morning routine and an evening routine can help you protect the sleep so that the body can do its job of rejuvenating cells every night. Plan it and stick to it. 2. Take time to unwind. You need to cut yourself some slack every now and then. Draw boundaries at work and ensure you give yourself some time and space to relax and unwind. 
doing nothing is powerful to recharge those burnt out battery cells in our brains. Every time I've honored my body's need to pause and rest, I have seen increased productivity when I get back at it. So if you find yourself stuck, stop ramming your head against the wall and instead step aside. Engage in something else to take your mind away from what's bogging you down before you get back. 3. Don't try and do it alone. We could all do with a little bit of positivity, inspiration and support from our loved ones and those whom we can count on. Ask for support on days you're feeling low. Reach out and share with those you can trust and know that you're not alone. Don't expect your friends or family to know that there's something wrong. Remember, they are also going through similar levels of stress if not the same intensity. So when you're feeling down and low, openly ask for help. 4. Move your body. Sitting in front of screens all day long is bound to impact us physically and mentally. Get out of that couch and move your body. It doesn't have to be a rigid workout. Dance to your favorite numbers if that helps. Anything to release those endorphins in our body to reset chemical imbalances. If there's one thing I've observed in the past few months, it is that balance is the key. Every week that has been good was emotionally balanced without swings on either extremes. We need to find that balance within us to stay stable. If you're still finding it hard to manage your emotions, drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to have a conversation with you to help you navigate this crisis to the best of my abilities. So that's it from my side today, folks. Um, I had some time to reflect and I just realized it's almost nine months since I started podcasting. It's, it's still hard to believe, but it's almost become a part of me now. And so I thought now is a good time to ask, how have you enjoyed being Miraculous Podcast till now? I would love to hear your voice, thoughts and feedback on what you liked, what you didn't, what we could cover going forward in our episodes. Feel free to drop me a comment on our website or DM me on any of our social media handles. If you're not following us on social media already, do follow us across Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, whatever your poison is, on Being Miraculous, where we have a lot more interesting content on living life to the fullest. Until then, this is Shweta Shivraman signing out, hoping you have an emotionally balanced week ahead. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट